today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Now, at the top of the show this morning, we spoke to the Minister for Integration, Roderick O'Gorman, who's advocating a yes vote in both referendums to be held on the 8th of March. Well, I'm joined now by Senator Ronan Mullen, who advocates a no vote in both referendums. Senator Mullen, thank you for joining us. Good morning to you. Good morning, Claire. So you heard Minister O'Gorman make the case, and one of the things he said was that 42% of children are now born outside of marriage in this country, but he says they are nonetheless part of families, and those families deserve recognition from the state. What do you say? Well, I think the thing I've noticed all along about these proposals is that the government seems determined to come up with the the wrong answers to the right questions. I had an amendment down in the Shannon and others would have wanted by all means, let's talk about uh, you know an, an acknowledgement of what the courts have always always regarded as de facto uh, families. But the problem is that isn't what we've got. First of all, we got a shambolic process where the government rushed the debate through the Dáil and the Shannon as though they didn't want us to look closely at the wording of what they're proposing. And that should, I think, make people very suspicious of what's going on here. The concept of durable relationships introduces a whole area of uncertainty into our constitution that we've never had before. You only have to look, uh, Claire, at our law on cohabitation, which gives very specific rights, for example, to couples who are not married, but gives limited rights. And they have to qualify a certain amount of years if they have children, two years, five years if they don't, and they can contract out of their relationships. Contrast that care and attention to this radical definition of durable relationships, where we don't know who exactly will be able to claim the rights of the family. So say, for example, um, you could have three people who are lawfully uh, connected to each other under the laws of some other country, and then, you know, in the context of our migration and our changing Ireland, uh, seeking recognition within the state. The minister simply cannot say, and I heard his very bogus argument at the top of the programme, saying, oh, it's about a fundamental unit group. The whole point is he's redefining what a fundamental unit group can be by this vague term of durable relationships. Well, he did, say, knows how, he did hmm. say, though, that the courts will take individual circumstances into account. So it will be the courts on a case-by-case basis when the courts are asked. They will decide what the definition of a durable relationship is. And I think that's the last thing people should want is to be throwing such uncertainty into the Constitution and having disputes going on in the courts. And it's a pig and a poke. We don't know what actually we're voting for. So he can't tell us it doesn't involve, or well, he tries to, but he can't make a, a, an honest argument that this mightn't involve, for example, polygamous relationships down the line coming into the country and seeking recognition. He can't tell us how long a relationship has to have lasted. You had the chair of the Electoral Commission kind of suggest formulae like, you know, you know, if you were getting a Christmas card or, or an invitation to a wedding. I mean, nobody should want to put such uncertainty uh, into the Constitution and it didn't have to be this way. You see, I think what's going on here is that you have an ideological wing within the government that's allergic to the references to mother, that's allergic to the idea of parenting or life in the home, but doesn't kind of want to come out and declare that. So they say, oh, we're going to make it more respectful of non-marital families 
families, it's not even clear uh, on the reading that durable relationship necessarily would refer to and include a single parent and their children. So what we've got is something very but different. But surely that is a durable relationship. You know, if you have somebody who is raising their child on their own, and we heard the Minister talk about the examples of Senator Roisin Garvey and Lynn Ruan talking about the importance to them as people who are raising their children alone about the importance of their families being recognised in the Constitution and surely you wouldn't stand in the way of that. No, I would, have, I would love if we could be sure that we were actually voting to give some respect in those cases, but we can't even be sure of that. Because when people think about durable relationships, are they conjugal relationships? You're thinking of the relationship between adults on which the family is normally founded. We only have the minister's reassurance that this will actually include single parent families. We don't actually know uh, how conjugal it has to be. Could there be a hidden relationship, for example, that turns out to be a durable relationship when this is litigation in the courts? And when you think of all the things that hang on giving family recognition, you're talking about pension law, you're talking about succession law, you're talking about maintenance, you're talking about the division of people's property. And the government is just just kicking the ball up into the air and giving a bland reassurance to people, oh, it'll be all right, the courts will sort it out. That is not what the constitution is for. And, you know, it it could have been different. They, 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 They bypassed the normal process of allowing a thorough scrutiny in the Dáil and Shannon before this question. Well, this has been officially up for discussion since 1996. I mean, that was the first time that this was raised. So it's been spoken about for a long time, hasn't it? And and rushed at the end. Isn't it remarkable? Like, we had a a set of recommendations from the Citizens' Assembly, which were completely uh, changed in the end. Uh, They got rid of the idea of pre-legislative scrutiny in a kind of a quiet meeting before Christmas. So there was no opportunity for a committee to look at the wording they were proposing. And then you had three days, sorry, you had three phases or stages of the debate uh, out of the five in one day in the Dáil and four out of the five okay. in the Shannon. As I say, it's hard to avoid the conclusion that this is really about something ideological, okay. the, the can debate I move, and switch. Can I move on to the caring referendum, uh, women in the home and Minister O'Gorman claiming that this would increase the pressure on the state to care? Now, it doesn't create a cast iron legal obligation. He's saying we can't afford to prioritise yet. What do you you say? I mean, is your biggest fear the scenario that I put to the minister when he was here, that if we remove women in the home, that the department and the state won't be obliged to provide for people's long-term care needs? It's not a question of fear. It's a question of what they're doing to the Constitution. A minister is making it up as he goes along. He claimed that somehow there's some new rights for carers here. The word strive is weak as water. His government colleague, Simon Harris, conceded the other day in another interview, of course, there's nothing to stop uh, the government as things stand, bringing forward more generous measures for carers than we have at the moment. So they're not able, remarkably, to point to a single uh, benefit for people that either of these referees proposals will make happen. It's all in the vague area of symbolic language. But what they are doing, as sure as there's a, a, a cross and an ass, is they're getting rid of any reference to mother. Judge Susan Denham made it very clear that the reference to uh, mother's duties in the home did not exclude any other role they might have. In fact, in the 1992 case in L versus L, Judge Finlay said that, in fact, they, they drew on that clause about a mother's role in the home 
uh, to, to, to women's benefit in the context of alimony and maintenance. So why couldn't we have had a change to the constitution that extended that to parents and fathers and mothers and duties in the home and saying we won't attack those, we will try and make sure that people aren't enforced by economic necessity um, away from their duties. But you see, they're not interested and they don't want to talk about mothers, fathers, parents. This is the ideology that denies that, that women are women and different from men. And there's an element of that going on under here that they're not talking about, I really believe. And, in the, uh, and, the, and the attraction is supposed to be a new clause for carers that doesn't even give any direct practical rights to carers. So it's a very to my mind, dishonest little bait-and-switch proposal. What they should have done and what we wanted to amend their proposal to do is to acknowledge specifically the role of mothers and fathers and the care and the parenting, which is more than care, per se, that they give in the home. There's tons of men and women listening yeah, to this, Claire, that would like some more state respect okay. for their life within the home. They feel they're on the treadmill and of there the market are, there are plenty and this of government carers, has no respect for their needs. There are plenty of carers out there who are not parents, they might be children themselves or yes. siblings of the person that they're caring for. Does this wording in the Constitution as proposed not give them more respect that the state has now a legal obligation, according to the Minister, that the, the state shall strive to support all care given by family? Unfortunately, it doesn't. Let's be clear. I wanted both a reference to women and men and mothers and fathers and their duties in the home. And in addition to that, a reference to the vital work being done by carers and not just carers in the home. Instead, we get the deletion of women and mother and father and parent and we get a weak as water reference to caring. The the language of strive doesn't even meet the earlier language of endeavour that you had in in the context of supporting mothers in the home. So again, it's a kind of a half promise, you know, a lick in a prayer, vote for this because it sounds nice, but in fact they're giving nothing and they're taking away a lot. So what is your big fear around this? What are you concerned about? I I don't put it in terms of fear. I I put it in terms of what you should do in the constitution. First of all, you should respect the electorate and give them a wording where they know exactly what it means. They don't know what durable relationships mean. They don't know what it means for, for example, polygamous relationships or indeed short-term relationships seeking equal rights uh, of family and all the financial benefits that goes with it and the chaos that that could cause in other people's lives. They don't want that uncertainty and just the vague promise that the courts will sort it out. That's not what the courts are for. The courts are there to interpret the law, not to make it up in confusion because the law is so vague. They were, people were entitled to a proper and decent reference to caring, which they have not got. And the state should not and the government should not be attacking the concept that the mother and indeed the father, and by the way, it's worth noting that Chief Justice Murray in 2002 regarding the reference uh, to the duties of mothers within the home, said that there was an implicit recognition of the value of men's contribution in the home as well. So all of that is being undermined okay. and it could have been so different. They could have given us a wording that honoured fathers and mothers and uh, mothers and fathers, parents' duties in the home and something to give concrete recognition to the vital work that carers have done. Right. They haven't done anything. All like right, that. well we've heard both sides of it now this morning. Senator Ronan Mullen, thank you very much for joining us on the programme. Coming up next, why have some local authorities not issued a single dog control fine. Text 51551 today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.